Hey, you're listening to The Brand Cure. I'm your host, Ashley Chiney, and I'm here to help you embrace your vision, tell your story, and build your one-of-a-kind brand so you can thrive by being you and leave your mark on the world. So welcome back to The Brand Cure. This is episode six, and in this episode, I'm going to be asking one of the biggest questions in marketing, and that is, what are you really selling? But before we get into this episode, I just want to wish you a happy new year. I hope your 2019 is off to a great start. I took a little bit of time off over the holidays, spent time with family, recharged, came back and have tons and tons of awesome ideas to share with you guys over the next few weeks in the podcast. And I want to start with this question, what are you really selling? Because if we can figure out the answer today, it's going to make all of your marketing efforts so much more powerful and impactful with your customer. So let's dive into this topic and see where we come out on the other side. So what are you really selling? I know you're probably thinking, of course, I already know what I'm selling. I'm selling my jewelry or my software that I've built, or I'm selling this coaching package, or I'm selling this consulting package. But I want you to try something. Look deeper than that underneath the surface of the product or service that you're actually attaching a price tag to and ask yourself, what am I really giving people through this product or service? What do they really want when they come to me? They probably aren't walking around thinking they need your exact product, or maybe they are, but deeper than that, why are they looking for that? What do they really need and what are they trying to add and bring into their life that actually brings them to your doorstep? Let me give you a few examples of what I'm talking about. So think about Godiva, the chocolate company. You can buy a box of Godiva chocolates for, let's say, $50 or $60, a nice size package that's going to last you a few weeks at least, well, at least the way I eat them. So Godiva sells chocolate, but they're actually selling something much more valuable and important to our lives than just chocolate. I mean, what could possibly be more important than chocolate? <laughs> Self-indulgence, treating yourself. Godiva sells the experience of treating yourself and escaping from your busy responsibilities throughout the day to your family, to your kids, to the people around you, whatever's got you stressed out, you can always self-indulge with a little Godiva chocolate because you deserve it, right? Maybe you spend all of your time taking care of everyone else and it's time to take care of yourself. So self-indulgence is what Godiva is really selling. So what is Disney really selling? Let's focus on Disney World. So Disney World sells tickets to its theme park and uh, you go with your family, you ride the rides, you eat the food, you walk around, you see the sights, you meet Mickey Mouse, all that good stuff. And those are the tangible elements of that experience that you're buying. But deeper than that, and the reason that you even find that worth paying for is because you want memorable experiences with your family. You want your family to be drawn closer together through experiences that you'll never forget. That's the motivation behind why you actually buy those expensive tickets to Disney World. And if you watch a Disney World commercial, you don't really see a whole lot of the tickets to the park. That's not what the commercial is about. The commercial is about a happy family being brought closer together through a shared experience that they'll always remember. 
We can keep doing this for just about any brand. Let's take Apple. Apple sells computers and watches and phones and software and hardware. But what Apple is really selling people is a cooler self-image. Why would you spend $4,000 on a computer when you can get one for $2,000 that does roughly the same thing, that has roughly the same amount of power? Because that cheaper computer doesn't buy you the cooler self-image. Now, you can also argue that the Apple computer does have some functional differences from a cheaper computer, but the people who are buying the Apple computer for that reason don't really need to be marketed to. They already are incentivized to buy it. So that's what Apple focuses on in its commercials. They show cool people out doing cool things and filming it, sharing it on social media, letting the world know all the cool things they're up to, and that's really the value that they're selling. Well, if you look back at the history of Apple, you see that it comes from having a vision for how things can be different and better. A vision for empowering people to live differently, to reject the status quo and live on their own terms. And that desire to be different, that desire to be cool and be a rebel, that's really at the heart of the Apple brand. So yeah, they're selling a computer, but really what they're selling is a cool self-image. So now hopefully you're starting to see what I mean when I ask the question, what are you really selling? You're selling a product or a service or some kind of tangible item, but deeper than that, what are you really selling and what do people really want? So how do you actually figure out what you're really selling? I'll give you a quick strategy you can use to find out. So I want you to imagine that you turn on the TV and you see the perfect commercial for your business. Let's say it's 30 seconds long and it looks beautiful. And you can tell that a lot of marketing dollars were behind it and some of the best minds in advertising created it. And not only does it look really nice, it feels really good to watch. It doesn't feel sleazy or pushy uh, or try to get you to buy something you don't want. It's just tastefully done. Imagine the feeling of this commercial. What does it feel like? Is there music playing? Maybe it's upbeat music. Maybe it's mysterious music. Maybe it's adventurous. What does it feel like? What is the atmosphere of the commercial? And where does it take place? What's the scene? And then imagine what's happening in the commercial. Who is in the commercial? Who is the hero of the story in this commercial? What do they look like? What do they dress like? What do they act like? What's their personality? What are they motivated by? What are they driven by? And what do they want? And then what's the problem? What's standing in their way between them and what they want? And then finally, what's the happy outcome? How do they feel by the end of the scene? So I just want you to get really clear about what this commercial looks like. And if you're not comfortable with the idea of a commercial, maybe consider something like just a feature on your favorite TV channel or by your favorite influencer, a piece of content that really shows the energy and the feeling of your brand. And it shows someone experiencing your brand and getting something out of it. The reason that I choose commercials is that commercials nowadays are really, really good at showing a compelling story that makes you think or feel something in just 30 seconds, sometimes even 15 seconds. So that's really where I want you to go with this. Picture a really short story in your mind and get really clear about what's happening, who's in it, what they want, what the ending feels like and why it feels that way. And feel free to pause the episode here so you can go take the time to do that.
So have you got it in your mind yet? Do you see this person going through this situation, going through their life, achieving what they want and feeling the way they want to feel? Ask yourself, what is this feeling? Is it a sense of adventure? Is it a sense of positive self-esteem? Is it a sense of love and belonging somewhere? Is it a sense of becoming a better person? We're going to break this down into a few different categories of psychological and emotional needs. And I want to make this easy for you to see the full spectrum of emotional needs that we all have so that you can figure out what am I really, really selling? And to do that, I want to introduce you to something called Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Maslow came up with his hierarchy to show that we all have the same basic human needs. And down at the very bottom of the pyramid are our physiological needs, things like oxygen, food, water, sleep. We all physically need these things in order to survive. Once we've met these physiological needs at the bottom of the hierarchy, then we can start moving up the hierarchy towards more psychological needs. Things like a sense of safety from physical danger. You don't feel constantly like you're about to be eaten alive by lions. You feel secure. You feel like you are not in imminent physical danger. Then once that need is met, you can continue climbing up the hierarchy towards love and belonging, a sense of belonging to a community. And we all have this need because biologically we know that there's strength in numbers and we're more likely to survive if we have social connections with others, other people who care about us. And we all want to feel like we belong, right? We all want to have friends and family and loved ones, people who care about us in our lives, looking out for us. Then you continue climbing up. You get to esteem and ego. We all want to be considered positively by other people. We all want other people to think well of us. We all want to feel like we are a good person, whatever that means to us. Maybe your self-image, maybe you want to be seen as smart or nice or cool or strong or resourceful, whatever makes up a strong self-image for you, we all have that need to be seen in a positive light, whatever positive means for us. Then at the very top of the hierarchy, there's self-actualization. Self-actualization is basically becoming a better and better version of yourself, reaching your potential, becoming a more peaceful person, a more balanced person, a more generous person, a person who deals with the stresses of life better, a person who gives to others. We all want to become better versions of ourselves, but we only really reach this point once we've met all of our lower needs, once we've met our physiological needs, our need for safety, our need for love and belonging, a need for a positive self-image. Then we reach the very top and reach that self-actualization. And that's the very, very top of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And that's not to say that as soon as we meet our physiological and safety and esteem and belonging needs that we suddenly reach self-actualization. That just means that as we move up the hierarchy, we become focused on different types of needs. So you're not necessarily going to be thinking, I should be a better person when you're being chased by lions <laughs> or by a predator or when you're starving. You're going to be thinking about just meeting those basic needs. Then you can move up and start thinking about other less vital needs. So to help illustrate how this hierarchy works, one of my favorite TV shows is The Walking Dead. And in The Walking Dead, the group, they have to figure out first how to survive. 
Once they figure out how to survive, then they start dealing with interpersonal conflict and getting along. Then they start having questions like, who am I? What have I become? Where did I go wrong? Those are those self-actualization questions. And then something happens, the zombies catch up with them, and then they're back at the bottom of the hierarchy again, having to figure out how to survive. And the cycle begins again. Luckily, we're not having to deal with the zombie apocalypse, but hopefully this illustrates how some needs are more urgent than others. Once we meet those basic needs, then we can start worrying about those higher needs. And the reason that I tell you about this hierarchy is so that you can start seeing all the psychological needs that we all share as humans. We all have the need for safety and love and belonging and ego and self-actualization. So thinking back to your commercial for your business, what is the hero of your commercial or your story craving? And what do they get by the end of the story? And then someone watching this commercial or watching this story unfold, what do they see as possible for them? What emotional need do they feel like is possible for them? Is it the need for safety? Do they feel like watching this commercial that they can have safety from danger? Is it love and belonging? When they watch this commercial, do they feel like they could be loved and they could belong somewhere? Do they feel like they could have a positive self-image? Does the commercial sell the idea that they can feel good about themselves, that they can feel empowered, that they can feel strong and independent, that they can feel smart, that they can feel creative? Does it sell the idea of feeling better about yourself? Or does it sell the idea of being a better person, of becoming and reaching your full potential, of becoming a more peaceful person, a more harmonious person, a more balanced person, a more well-read person, a more adventurous person? Does this imaginary commercial for your business sell the feeling of self-actualization? Which category do you think your emotion falls into and what words would you put around that feeling or that emotion? That thing that we all need and even if we don't know where it falls on Maslow's hierarchy of needs, that's okay. You just want to know what emotion is behind the story of your brand and what you're really selling. If you're having questions right now about what you really have to offer, ask yourself about your own unique personal strengths. What do people seek you out for? What do people turn to you for? If your friends look to you for a listening ear, then you may be able to provide through your brand a sense of love and belonging and acceptance. If people seek you out to solve problems, then you may be able to provide through your brand a sense of self confidence and a sense of control over one's situation. If people come to you for spiritual wisdom and guidance and insight, then you may be able to help them feel more empowered in a spiritual sense. So there are all of these ways that we are all unique and different and have our own unique special abilities, our own unique energy and light that we bring into the world. Whether you make people feel accepted or powerful or independent or courageous or adventurous or creative or whatever it is, you can bring that into your brand. And I encourage you to bring your personal strengths into your brand because that is going to be the most authentic to you and it's your superpower. Lean into it. You could try to manufacture something that you don't necessarily have a natural gift for, but it's going to come so much more naturally to you to just lean into the strengths that you already have. And as you're thinking about this, let one word float to the top. One word that represents to you what you are really 
selling to people through your product or your service? How is it really going to change their life? Think back to that commercial and think back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. What is it that when someone buys your product, or your service, they're really getting? If you could see the timeline of their life before and after they purchase and use your product or service, how does it look different and what is the value added? So we've done some pretty important work in this episode. And if you can walk away with either knowing what you're selling or feeling like it's right there and you just need to think about it a little bit more, that is really powerful for your marketing. And every way that you are promoting your product, that you are positioning your product, that you are talking about what you do, that you are talking to your customers, that you are creating content in everything that you do, you want to be selling that idea, selling that emotion or that psychological experience that your customer is craving and do it in a way that leans into and that takes advantage of your unique superpowers, your unique strengths. And that's really what it's all about. When I talk about thriving by being you, this is a large part of what I'm talking about. I'm talking about leaning into your superpowers, leaning into your strengths, leaning into what value you already bring into people's lives naturally through your natural gifts. So I would love to hear what you came up with. What are you really selling? Reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is hellohappen. And I love hearing from people about the podcast. It seriously lights up my day, lights up my whole week. So please let me know what are you really selling and tell me where I can find your website or your online presence so I can see you selling that experience. So before we wrap things up in this episode, I want to let you know about my shine on social 30 day challenge. That's starting Monday, January 7th, 2019. I'm launching it on the same day that I'm launching this episode of the podcast. And FYI, the very first prompt, the very first question we're going to be answering in that challenge is what are you really selling? So if you enjoyed this episode, you're going to love the challenge. And I really encourage you to join us because we're getting things kicked off and I'm really excited about it. So if you want to join us, go to hellohappen.com forward slash challenge, and I'll see you in the group. So did you enjoy this episode? Do you have two minutes to write a review? It would truly mean the world to me and also help other people find the show who need it. If you think you might want to listen again, be sure to subscribe so that new episodes show up in your episodes queue. Thank you so much for listening to The Brand Cure. This is Ashley Chimey reminding you that you have something special and awesome and amazing to share with the rest of us. And the world is just waiting for you. Don't forget to be awesome. I'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.